Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my show. Today, I want to introduce to you Miss Delisha Hicks. So Delisha Hicks is a native of Helena, West Helena, Arkansas, currently residing in Jonesboro, Arkansas. She graduated top of her high school class as valedictorian. Delisha went on to study at Phillips Community College, where she obtained her Associate of Science in Biology and became a first-generation college student. She then furthered her education at Arkansas State University, Jonesboro, where she received a Bachelor of Science in Health Studies and in Associates of Applied Science in Occupational Therapy, graduating both programs with honors and cum laude. She now works in her field of study as a certified and licensed pediatric occupational therapy assistant. She is passionate about her involvement in the community through City Youth Ministries, a nonprofit organization aimed at ensuring the mental, physical, and spiritual well-being of Jonesboro inner city youth. In her spare time, she enjoys exercising, specifically boxing and working with her level 10 fitness group, dancing, cooking, spending time with family and friends, and relaxing in her hammock when the weather is nice. So I want to go ahead and welcome Miss Delisha Hicks to my show. How are you? Good, how are you? I am doing great. So thank you so much for joining. I know I talked a little bit about you, but just can you tell us who you are? Oh, yes. So as you mentioned, I am Delisha. I am originally from Helena, West Helena. Uh, it's a small town in Arkansas, and now I'm living in Jonesboro. And so I went to school. I went to Phillips Community College and then transferred to Arkansas State where I got a degree in health studies and then went on into occupational therapy. And so now that's what I do. I'm working in pediatrics. I am, it is CODA certified occupational therapy assistant. And so I am helping children like develop their necessary life skills to so they can live their life to the fullest potential. So that just involves like teaching them like self-care, so grooming, dressing and all of that kind of stuff, like school readiness, so making sure they're able to read and write, know their letters, numbers and all of that stuff and even simple things like life skills, so like cooking, money management, and even being able to fill out like personal information. So like knowing their address, phone number, how to like write with legibility, so good legibility and things of that sort. So they can fill out like college applications, job applications, uh, meal prep, and just it's all, all around just being a adult, <laughs> being able to live and take care of themselves. So yes, that's what I do now. <laughs> I love it. So I just want to say I'm so proud of you because I have <laughs> and I definitely know that it was not easy for you to get to this point. No. <laughs> No, this I was actually so nervous <laughs> to do this, but then I'm like, you know, if I want to be 
you know, help people and be inspiring. Like I have to be able to do it too. Like I have to pretty much do what I say, just live by it. So yes, I, <laughs> I was super nervous, but I'm happy that I'm able to do this because I didn't think I could. <laughs> so why occupational therapy? Why is that the route that you chose? So I got introduced to therapy early on. I think it was like, I want to say my junior high, either seventh or eighth grade, we had like a career orientation class. So they just give you like different of like different views of occupations. So and therapy was the one that caught my eye. I originally wanted to do physical therapy, but I got introduced to OT probably I would say through when my mom my mom was diagnosed uh with the autoimmune disease and so it left her paralyzed temporarily paralyzed from the waist down so I got to see her go through all the speech therapy PTOT and it was just something that I was like I can do this the rest of my life because I knew like I wanted to help people I just had to find something that you know I was passionate about so um in OT, we have this term we use called therapeutic use of self. Therapeutic use of self, and you literally are like inserting yourself in someone's life and getting to know like everything about them, so you can base like their treatments on you know the things they're like, so they'll be able to come back and you know be motivated to like want to do therapy. So I thought that was cool because it's. You know, you're using yourself literally to help someone, you know, be able to live their life, even if they, you know, have a disability or a challenge that, you know, is going to be there forever. Like they like you're thinking of ways that they can still do things so that I just it's a lot of critical thinking. And it's just it's more meaningful to me because it's like I found something that can help this person. And still be happy even though they're not, you know, like what they used to be. So love it. <laughs> oh, what type of roadblocks yeah. have you faced on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? Oh, it's <laughs> it's been so many. So I would just to sum it up, I would say the main one was just find financially just getting to school and things of that sort because we I grew up didn't have much and um so I was always I'm, I'm, I'm always working <laughs> Jessica knows that uh, so um even like from getting into college like I had to babysit like probably the whole summer just to buy things I need to transfer and then the good thing about PC, like I got my general studies out the way. So once I did transfer to a big college, a big four-year college, that saved me money in the long run. And um, I saved up for a car because, you know, like if you have money left over, the school gives you like a refund of, you know, the leftovers from your scholarships and things like that. So that helped me save up for a car because my family didn't have a car. So we were always having to get rides from people or walk and things of that sort. So it was just, it was just a lot. And then even getting to the program, like I've tried probably, I would say three or four times. So that was a challenge in itself because I had the grades 
but it was just like I just couldn't get in here. They only accept 30 students a year. So that's like I said, that was just it was just hard. So when I finally got in, I couldn't believe it when I got the email. It was like you're accepted and you know your cohort starts this fall in August and I was just like it was surreal because I had tried for so long and I was like, you know, I was starting to think like maybe I need to try something else. So it was that was definitely, definitely a big roadblock. And then once I got into the program, it was just being able to pay for it. So that again, um, I was working two jobs before I went back to school. So I had to let one go. And then I kept another one just to keep, you know, my bills paid and rent and all of that stuff and my car. And like by the summer, it's like I didn't have anything left. So I had to take out a private loan just to finish. And it was it was, it was a lot, but I'm so happy that I was able to do it. And then once the board exam came, it got five to six hundred dollars. And so I had to work, work, work just to save up money because at that time, I want to say COVID was just now hitting, like getting really big. And so once I finally got to schedule my board exam, COVID happened, and then that was, you know, they shut everything down. The world pretty much shut down, so I had to still late. So a year later, I got to take my board exam, and I, I was nervous about that because it's like, <laughs> I don't look like, will I remember everything and pass and not have it all over again? So it's, it's, it was always something. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you were able to get through that and those challenges are done and over with now. So next, yes. I just wanted to talk about <laughs> you are doing some amazing things like co-authoring in my new book. I'm so excited. <laughs> so the title of your yes. chapter, Accepting My Voice. Tell us a little bit about what that means to you. So that, I would say, is my biggest roadblock. <laughs> uh, but it's always been, it has been probably my longest struggle because it's just, it's so different. And, it's, you know, you get all kind of reactions from people. And oh, I just wanted to just remind people like it's okay to be different and this pretty much sets you aside you know what you thought was a hindrance is something that's actually you know helping like god is using to help you know for you to help others so that's why i titled that accepting my voice because it was just like i really had to accept it in order to truly embrace it and be like you know yeah <laughs> I sound like this, but, you know, if you really listen, I have some good things for you <laughs> to hear. And so, yeah, that was. I love. So when I read your chapter, I feel like I knew you. But when I read your chapter, it's like I got a chance to get to know a, a new side of you. And. Yes. I didn't really, because, you know, 
I'm, you know, me and you've been knowing each other for years. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, oh, Denisha got the cute little voice. <laughs> but yeah. I never really thought about how it is to live with, with your mm-hmm. voice, good and the bad. Because I know for mm-hmm. me, like I was telling you, I've struggled with my voice because a lot of times people don't take me serious because it's so high pitch. So I would have to call like my aunt or different people to talk for me because I couldn't get it. Tell us a little bit about just your experience. I know not the whole thing because we definitely want them to get the book, but just a little bit about your experience with the book. So, (laughs) I've always felt that I was limited, like, with doing things because of my voice. Like, people wouldn't take me as serious or, like, I, like, even this, like, I was so nervous to do an interview, a live interview, and just, like, okay, well, they understand me. Do I have to, like, really, like, project my voice for them to be, like, okay, like I can take her serious because she's talking louder or like the words are, it, it's, it's just a lot. And I'm an overthinker. So I'm like, Oh, you know, maybe I should say this, this way or that way. And <sighs> so just getting like over people's like stereotypes and just, uh, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. It's that's all I can really say. It's just a lot. I don't. Know. <laughs> I definitely get it. I definitely get it. So, how do you feel? Your chapter is done. You have used your voice to reach the masses. How does it feel? How was it with your journey to becoming an author? So I really like. It was more challenging than I thought because, like. You know, you can type it out and stuff, you know, you're typing and you're writing, but it's like, like I said, I'm an overthinker, so I'm like, how can I put this where it would help someone? Like, the whole time I'm thinking, like, I want to be, like, make an impact. And so, and then just going back and just reliving those things, like, I got emotional and I'm just like, I don't know if this is the right thing, if this is the right thing to do. And I just kept saying, no, like, people need to hear this. And and it's, you know, things so simple. It's my voice. But it's like, it's really, you know, like, been my life like this has been like one of my struggles and so I'm like somebody needs to hear this and then I I talk about it a little in the book I was like um so one of my friends was just telling me like this is great for you because she always feel like I'm felt like I was an inspiration like and people needed to hear my story and I'm just like but it's just my voice you know and I kept saying things like that and she's like no people need to hear this so that kind of kept me going and motivated me to finish this because I was like ah, I don't know <laughs> but um and just like showing people that they can do it because I'm like at one point I was like you know I'm not writing a book or you know I'm not doing this so I I'm excited to see like what people think about it and how it can, how it will impact them. 
Yeah, and what I love is you talk specifically about your voice and the tone of it, but many people have yes. lost their voice physically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people, women have mm-hmm. gotten to where they feel seen and not heard, like their voice mm-hmm. is silent, like they don't have a voice. So even your chapter, I feel, can relate. It don't matter what the pitch of it is. Women feel like they can't use their voice or when they say things, people make a joke out of it or uh-huh. it's or it hinders them, especially African-American women feeling as though I'm serious. So what I get when I read your chapter, I felt like that's me. Now, I got my Mm -hmm. own with the pitch of my voice, but (laughs) it can relate, I feel, to women in general who feel as though they've been silent. So that's what I absolutely love about your chapter. Yeah. Oh, you said that so much better. <laughs> no, I said you said that so much better because that's what I was getting to when I said. <laughs> you got to look good. I just wanted to bring it. So you got to. Yeah. My last question before we wrap up: What is next for you? So I'm just. I'm just excited about the book. I really am. Like I, I'm ready to see like how this plays out, and I'm I I love being able to like hear the other women's story too. That that's a part of this book. So I'm just I'm excited to see where this takes us. Um, of course, like my personal life, I'm just looking forward to just continuing to work in my career, just learning different avenues and think different things I can do to help my clients. Um, far as goals, I would love to start a scholarship fund, like geared more towards minorities that are wanting to pursue a degree in health, like a health profession. And because it's so many things you don't think about like once you're in the like these programs it it can get really expensive so i would love to have some sort of fund that can help them finish their school because you know that could be something that stands between them you know graduating or taking their boards or things like that and on down the road i would love like to open a wellness center in my hometown because we do not have a good healthcare system there. Like just from personal experience with my mom, like we always had to travel to Little Rock or Memphis for her to get what she needs, like for her infusions or therapy, like it's not, it's, it's just not there. And so I would love to have um, a wellness center where people can come, you know, get go to the doctor get therapy and counseling and just overall like their overall health like can be taken care of and that's something i feel like we really need there because it's it's just not it's just not there mm-hmm. and so that's like one of my long-term goals um i you know i never really got to travel a lot you know it's and so that's something I'm looking forward to, just being able to travel and just see different parts of the world. 
So just, I'm just excited about life and seeing where it goes. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely yeah. love it. So how can listeners stay connected with you? <laughs> so I, I want to say maybe through social media. I don't have, like, I'm not very active on social media. Uh, my LinkedIn, like, you can, of course, uh, just search me by name and keep up with things like that. And maybe your show, like, <laughs> uh, your just the Just more show and um, just keep up with, you know, of course, what we're doing as far as the book and everything goes. Um, I could give out my email. I, I'm not sure, but yeah, I've been thinking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've been so thinking about connecting her on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. I think that's yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about doing like a blog or something, like just to start something of that sort. You should, yes. and I can help you get that stuff up there. So we don't. Yes. So, did you have anything else you want to say before we close out? Um, I would just. I'm hoping everyone just be encouraged and get, you know, what they need from our book. I'm just excited for everyone to read it, and I wish everyone the best. I. You know, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm just excited. <laughs> well, I want to say I'm so proud of you. I know you were nervous, and you did it, girl. <laughs> yes. I'm sure this is the first of many. So oh, yeah. I'm proud of you. Oh, yes. <laughs> so we can go ahead and close out here. So I will see you all in the next video. Bye. Bye.